I wanted to share a dream I had. So I've had a lot of dreams um, over the last few years, but I never really, I've never shared them publicly. You know, I normally just go to friends and I, you know, bounce them off of people I trust and we kind of compare, um, you know, what the Lord is telling us. But this one, I felt like I wanted to, to share it because, um, it just felt really significant to me. And because I, I believe that, you know, I'm not, I'm not bold enough to say the Lord absolutely gave me this dream. Could have just been a dream that I had. But I really felt like it was a dream from the Lord. And I believe that the Lord will give us dreams, one, to warn us, but also so that we can pray and we can see things shift and change. We could see things not happen that were going to happen. Um, the Lord shows us, you know, what the enemy has planned and we can pray against it. And so that's why I am sharing this dream tonight. Um, it's not like, you know, groundbreaking in a sense. Um, I, I don't have these crazy wild details for you. Um, but I just felt it was significant and I want to share it. And I'm going to charge you to pray at the end. And uh, many of you have been having dreams. What would be really cool is if you could comment your dreams um, on this live. What I'll do is save this live. And at the once it's posted, you know, two minutes after I finish the live, it should be posted. Comment any dreams about Russia that you've had. And, uh, you know, we can all just see what syncs up and, and what doesn't. Um, I, I'm Like I said, I'm not bold enough to say the Lord spoke to me and told me. I always say, man, I feel like God is saying this. So anyways, without further introduction um, or belaboring this, let me tell you the dream as I drink my Coke Zero. Okay, so this is what happened in the dream. So I have, I have two dogs. Um, one of them's name is Troy, and he is a half Japanese Akita, half Husky. Now, I don't know why the other dog, Oakley, was not in the dream, but um, it was just Troy and I. And uh, he's a black and white dog. He's a really pretty dog. And he's like part wolf. So that was kind of cool. But so anyways, in this dream, we're standing next to this old barn in uh, like a like a wintry scene. You know, I remember there. if you've ever seen Band of Brothers, there's this scene. Um, I think it's in Bastogne where one of the soldiers... Uh, gets left behind and like he gets separated and he spends the night in this barn and it's like I believe it's like snowy or you know it's winter time that's what I was feeling like in the dream you know back like World War II and um, which is actually significant because my my other friend just shared that she's been having a lot of World War II style dreams anyways so we're standing next to this barn and there's snow everywhere. And all of a sudden, um, you know, I feel like I see this big dog run past me and then another one and then another one. And um, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. And I look over and it's actually wolves. And I'm like, okay, like that's kind of dangerous. But I didn't feel like scared for my life or anything like that. And then there's bears following after the wolf the wolves and I see all kinds of bears there's 
I remember specifically seeing a brown bear and a white bear. Now again, I don't know if Russia has white bears. I don't know. I'm not a bear expert. I don't know where they live. But I know that bears are prevalent in Russia. And um, they're, they're, they're racing past us in the dream. And I'm like, wow, there's wolves and bears. And I don't know. I haven't got an interpretation for the wolves. But as the bears are passing, I then hear talking in Russian. I hear Russian... The, the Russian language being spoken. And um, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is Russia. You know, in the dream, I even recognize like this is Russia. And my dog is trying to go run at uh, some of these animals. And I'm like literally yelling at him I'm like, Troy, Troy, like get back here, get back here. And he's not listening. And so I snatched him by his tail and I'm pulling him back because I knew that, hey, right now they're not bothering us at all. Like they are not, they are not interested in us in, in us whatsoever. Um, sorry, I'm like stumbling over my words. I just woke up from a little nap. They're not interested in us at all. They are doing their own thing. And they were all like, they were like running past us in one direction. They were all heading, it was almost in like two columns um, towards something. Um, and, but I knew that if Troy went over there and like started something, they would just come and kill us really quick and then like go back to what they were doing. And so I'm like trying to call him back over and he's not listening. And again, I said, I would post this, um, to my account after I do this. Um, he's not listening. So I grab him by the tail and I start pulling him back because it's like life or death, you know, and his tail like stretches in the dream, which is really interesting. I don't have an interpretation for that yet. But his tail stretches to like, like seriously, eight to 10 feet in length. And it begins to thin out. And it actually starts to rip a little bit um, at the base, It starts to rip at the base, like where it's coming out of his actual body. And he kind of yelps, and he listens to me. And so like, if this is you know, the side of the barn, we're standing here and all the bears are running in the background. We, I brought Troy around the backside of the barn so that we wouldn't be seen. I didn't want Troy getting stimulated by the bears or the wolves because I knew he'd try to go after him. So I took him from here and we went around the back of the barn. Um, and so now we can't see them. Well, as soon as we get there, he starts trying to go after them again. And I grab him by the tail a second time and I'm calling his name and I pull him back and his tail rips even more and he's hurt pretty badly and he really yelps and he runs back over to me because he's hurt and we go into the barn and we lay him, I lay him down on some hay and I get really close to him and I look at his tail and it's, it's like 90% ripped off from his body and you could see the, you know, the muscles and the tendons and everything in there. There's like a gash from where it's ripping and it's bloody and everything. And I remember just kind of petting him and I was like, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. And I'm calming him down. And then I woke up um, and then I went back to bed and like, you know, 10 minutes after that. And I had another dream that there were two rockets that 
I don't know where I was at in the stream, but I was in like a woodland area and there was this little opening between the woods and uh, two rockets shot up in the air and they were about to explode. And so I jumped into a, like a, this bunker, you know, there was this um, opening and there were stairs that went down like 30 to 40 feet. And so I jumped into the bunker and I knew that I would get hurt because I'm jumping, you know, 30, 40 feet down. I could get seriously hurt. But I had I knew that I was saving my own life by jumping. And um, and then I woke up. And so I was like, huh, that was an interesting dream. Didn't write it down. Didn't do anything. This was yesterday. And then later yesterday, I was telling a friend about this. And I started to like put some stuff together and I was like, huh, maybe I should, uh, you know, write this down and maybe I should share it so that we can pray. And so here's what I'm thinking. Um, one, I believe that I represented America because I'm American and I was in the dream. Obviously, the bears and stuff represented Russia because in the dream they were speaking Russian. Like, like I don't know if there were people on the bears or what. But I heard men talking in Russian while the bears were rushing past. Um, and I, I perceived this, that, like I said, they wanted nothing to do with me. They, they had no problem with me whatsoever. I don't even know if I was in Russia, you know, because it was cold. It, was, it, was, it didn't feel like America. It didn't look like America. But regardless, they, they didn't have any problem with me. But I perceived that Troy, my dog, represented the U.S. military because dogs are guardians, they're loyal, um, you know, they're protectors, and that's what our military is supposed to be. Um, and so what I perceived was that if, if our military goes and gets involved with something that they, they have no business in, then we are going to be severely hurt if not killed. Um, and so in the dream, I was able to kind of pull Troy back. It cost him some pain, you know, and some damage, but we were able to go around the backside of the barn. Now, I don't know what this means, you know, the significance, um, you know, and maybe some stuff's coming to me as I talk, but I had to pull him back even a second time, which caused him severe pain and damage, almost losing his tail. Um, to the point where he cowered back, came to me because he was hurt and I had to go comfort him. And so what I'm perceiving from that is that the first kind of rebuke even met with pain, which in a military, in a dream could represent casualties, could represent, you know, whatever. It wasn't enough that it happened one time. He went a second time to try to engage you know, these people, which even in the dream, there were so many of them that like no one with a brain would have tried to get involved um, because this this the sheer number of bears that were there, you know, one bear versus a dog. It's not going to be good, but there were tons and tons of them. No one should get involved, but I had to pull him back a second time. And I, I, I believe that that meant that there's going to be um, you know, a significant impact on maybe our military. I, you know, I, I, I feel like I don't want to say I'm not a prophet. So let's get that out of the way. I'm not here to be like, 
I'm prophesying that this is going to happen. No, I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm merely trying to interpret a dream. I'm open to hear what people are thinking. And, um, you know, we'll just see what happens. I'm, I am not a prophet. But with my dream, it, I felt like the dream meant Russia's going to do what Russia's going to do. Um, whether the news says an insider say they want to invade the Ukraine or they don't, and it's all propaganda, whatever, I believe something's going to happen with Russia. And I believe the dream was not about Russia. It was about us as Americans staying out of Russia's business, staying out of what they're doing. Um, because if we don't, it's going to result in the loss of lives. It's going to result in people getting hurt or killed. Um, you know, the dream that what I took from that was that Troy or I, we were not killed. I wasn't hurt. You know, America, what I represented in the dream wasn't hurt, but the, but, but my dog was hurt pretty badly in that area of his tail. Now he could lose his tail and he'd be just fine. He'd be, he'd just be a dog without a tail. He'd have to recover from that. You know, it's not like he lost a limb, but, um, I think there's something to be said about the fact that he was injured to the point where he recognized he needed to stop what he was doing and, and go kind of get some help. And so, man, what I take from this dream is that um, we need to pray. We need to pray that our, our leadership, you know, whatever you want to call them, um, in, in, in our government officials, which I don't have a lot of faith in, um, my faith is in Christ alone. And, you know, honestly, this last two years, my faith has been more in Christ than man than it ever has before, because I have zero faith and trust in our current elected officials, you know, or not elected, whatever. Um, but I say all that to say our prayers matter. And it doesn't matter who's in the White House. Um, it matters what we petition and what we present to God. And so as a body, we need to be praying that um, God, the fear of God would come over our government elected officials, those who are seated in the White House and those who have authority over the military and those in foreign relations, that a true fear of the Lord would come over them to protect America and our best interests, because that's what they're there to do. You know, they're there to serve the people. Because in the dream, if Troy, which I believe represented the military, had been allowed to go do what he wanted to do, um, we 100% would have been killed. And I know that people in the military are saying we don't want to get involved with Russia, but the military doesn't dictate itself. The military is ran by the government. The military reports to the president of the United States. He's the commander in chief. So it doesn't actually matter what the military wants. It's about what the president wants at the end of the day. And, and those who are under him, you know, the secretary of defense and the the chief of staff and all of these things. And, and so we need to pray that God would speak to them. Um, and again, I want to see your dreams and know what you guys have been hearing from the Lord. Um, as far as the rocket attacks, I don't know if those two were related, but they did happen back to back. And I thought it was very interesting. Again, I was unharmed um, in the dream. And I've had many dreams of war and in every single one, I was unharmed. And every time I talked to my friends, my, my believing friends, none of them were harmed um, in any of this, these dreams. And so I want to leave you with some comfort um, to believe that God is fighting for you and that God is going to protect you. You know, even I think about in Moses' day, the plagues 
uh, hit all of the nation except for God's people. And even if you look through, um, you know, the tribulation, I believe that it's going to be the same way. You know, I believe that we will endure um, trials and things like that, but that God will cover us. Um, You know, I personally am not a rapture believer. I believe the Bible. I believe we will be caught up in the clouds with the Lord because that's what it says. But I don't believe that we're going to be just whisked away and and not go through anything. You know, if you actually look at the Bible, um, it's about God's people enduring while things were happening. You know, Noah and his family, they didn't get whisked away during the flood. Um, they had work to do. Noah had to build the ark, and then they had to endure the flood. They had to literally endure. They weren't just on the ark for 40 days and 40 nights. Go read it. They were on the ark for like months and months and months and months. It wasn't easy for them. Um, the ark rose to the to the level of the highest. Uh, it covered the the water covered the whole earth. So think about the highest point in the world, the highest mountaintop. The water covered that. So even physically speaking, if you were to go to the highest mountaintop, it's very hard to breathe up there because of the the lack of oxygen. You know, the higher you get, the less oxygen there is. These are things that we don't, and it's freezing the higher you get, you know. So so God has supernaturally provided for his people, but they have endured. Um, You know, the, the Israelites weren't just zapped out of Egypt. They had to go on a journey. They had to go on an exodus. And so anyways, all that to say, every story in the Bible of God delivering his people, um, they endured. And he was with them, but they had to endure. And I believe that the tribulation is going to be the same way. When is that going to happen? I don't know. You know, my pastor, Michael Miller, today, he said, we're closer today than we've ever been. And that's true. Every day you wake up, you're closer to meeting Jesus. You're closer to the second coming of Jesus. You're closer to the tribulation. And I guess we'll all find out then. But our hope needs to be in Christ alone and say, God, I know you're going to provide for me. Whatever happens with these wars, the Bible says in in the end times there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. It's very interesting that it says both of those. And so whether this is going to be a war or simply a rumor of war, don't let it grip your heart and your mind so much that faith completely leaves and your flesh takes over. And so... I share these dreams so that we can begin a conversation because I know dreams are something that all of us have, or most of us, and um, I want to start to create a place where we can share dreams and see what each other are saying and and see what we get for interpretations and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. And uh, let me know what you guys think. In these comments, it's going to disappear. So again, I'm getting ready to post this to my page. And um, then you can leave comments on there. Some things I want to dispel right away. Um, Anyone who says they know when the Lord's coming back, don't listen to that person. Anyone who says that they have the Antichrist figured out, I would not listen to that person. Uh, Like someone who says, I absolutely know who the Antichrist is. Nobody knows who that is. There's things to look for in places that they're going to come out of and things that can line up with scriptures. But... You know, I heard this and this is what I I tend to fall in line with until my theology takes a different turn. The enemy doesn't know the future. The devil doesn't know the future. And so 
he will raise up someone to take the position of Antichrist in every generation because he doesn't know when the Lord is going to return. So I've heard, and this makes sense to me, that Satan, every generation, is raising up someone who could potentially be the Antichrist. And so I, I wouldn't put my money on who it is. Honestly, it doesn't even it doesn't matter right now. Um, what matters is that we keep seeking the Lord. We keep pursuing Jesus. We keep growing closer to Him in intimacy. And um, that way we don't fall into deception. I've seen people that run after this end time stuff without the Bible or without being led by the Holy Spirit, and they just get caught up in, you know, all kinds of current events. And I've had a guy at two separate events track me down and spend time trying to tell me why Jared Leto is the Antichrist. And it's like, you don't want to fall into that category of, of someone who's just obsessing over the Antichrist or, or the rapture or something like that. You're, you're, you're becoming no good to anybody else. So let's get out there. Let's keep spreading the gospel. Let's keep sharing the love of Jesus. Let's keep laying hands on the sick and praying for them to recover. And when it comes to dreams and stuff, let's just talk about them. Find someone you trust. Let's bounce our dreams off of each other. Let's see what God is saying. And don't let it provoke you to fear. Don't be afraid when you get dreams like this. God is not showing you something because he's going to abandon us. God is with us. God's never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. Isaiah says that we'll never be ashamed. So just know that if you're afraid, you just have a wrong view of God. You need to know that he's our father, he's our protector, and that he's never going to abandon us. And so, man, just make sure that you're receiving this stuff with hope and knowing that, one, um, we can pray and, and see this stuff not happen at all. Or two, if it is going to happen, we can know that God's going to be with us in the midst of it and that we will come out victorious because we always overcome. Amen. So let me just pray and uh, I will post this to my IG live so that you guys can comment dreams that you've had. And then I will post this to my podcast uh, by 6 p.m. tonight. All right, let's pray. Father, I thank you in Jesus name that you speak to us. You speak to us in so many ways. You speak to us through your word. You speak to us through your Holy Spirit. You speak to us through others, and you speak to us through dreams. And so, Lord, we, we don't put our hope or our trust in a dream, but in you, God, in you alone. And I just pray that um, through any dreams that we've had, that we would interpret them correctly. God, that you would speak to us and we would be able to tell what you're saying. God, I pray that you would um, help us to see rightly, that you would help us to never fall into deception. And God, that above all, you would help us to see the world with hope because love hopes all things. I thank you, God, that we are not going to be people who operate out of a spirit of fear because you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And so even these dreams that can seem a little daunting or a little bit scary, would we check them um, with your spirit and know, God, that you're with us. You're more powerful than a nation. You're more powerful than a president or, or than a dictator. You're more powerful than a nuclear bomb. And we trust in you alone, God. And so uh, we just praise you, Lord, as our King, our Lord. We worship you forever, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Amen, guys. Thanks for hopping on. And we'll see you next time.